If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? So we both recently had flights, mm -hmm. but you know how, you know, going from west to east is, you know, a full hour shorter than going east to west because of prevailing winds? Yeah, something about that. So do you, do people have charts or can you calculate at what, at what point around the world do you decide? Like, how do you know? Say I'm in Ukraine mm -hmm. and I know it's a lot shorter to go east uh, to west, Yeah, but because of winds, should I just go west to east? Like at, where's the breaking point around the globe where it doesn't matter that it's longer, it's still going to be faster? Is there an app for that? I guess there could be an app for that. I guess it's not Ukraine. It would probably be more like central China. Well, I know Japan is 13 hours off of us, so that's a probably good indication that it's somewhere around there. All right, we'll say Japan. Okay. Or do we have any Japanese listeners? You know what? If, if there are, just email us at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. Or, or what? Or could they follow us somewhere? Yes, on Twitter at some later date. Twitter at some later date. Mm -hmm. My sister is in, uh, living in Vietnam right now in Hanoi. That's true. And she's also 13 hours. Yes. Which is confusing me because I thought Japan was a lot farther east than Vietnam. I guess I don't have a sense of the time zones there. Yeah. Um, so I could ask her. Maybe she's listening. I don't think she follows us. She doesn't have a Twitter account. Well, the fact that we can't even get your sister to listen is doesn't bode well for the entirety of the podcast. I'm not saying she's not listening. I'm just saying we're not getting feedback at some later date or variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. How about this? What's your sister's first name? Shosh. Shosh. If you're listening to this, send an email to variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com with the code word EAGLE41. EAGLE41? EAGLE41. Total random word and random number. Do you want to start? Why don't we do that? Introductions. Yeah, yeah. sure. Welcome to Various Breads and Butters, episode fifty-five of Various Breads and Butters. I'm uh, I'm Simon Tonev, and uh, with me, as always, is Ben Brickhouse Cohen. Out in the studio is Renan Sequitur Denser and Michelle, as yet to be nicknamed Polton Simon. I was thinking that our nicknames could be could be uh, like me, uh, Ben Brickhouse Cohen, former film critic for the Granville Sentinel. Okay. And what was one of your uh, high school or teenage jobs? I I was editor of the, the Glen Penn at uh, Bayview Glen High School. No, junior school. Renan, we need a, a teenage job. Um, I don't know. I need to think. Have you been employed? That was too close. I don't think I've been employed until I was in high school. No. You just had everything handed to you. Well, I, I actually, I, I, let me say this. I wasn't employed by the Glen Penn. It was like a school thing. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody paid me. Well, if you want to use mine, I was a, I worked at the, the bakery at County Market, which is the grocery store. Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I sold the donuts. Sometimes made them. You made the donuts? Did, did, did you eat them? Uh, I did, and I once got fined and suspended for eating the day-old donuts, which I was supposed to have thrown away. How many of them did you eat? Like one. But the manager was walking around, and he fined me a dollar twenty nine, and put me on suspension. Which, when you're paid hourly and you're in high school and yeah. you don't want to work that weekend, yeah. is kind of like asking me to eat more donuts. Were you like in a like some room room somewhere, some secret room eating donuts, a Dale donuts? No, I was taking out the whole bag of of donuts. I worked the, at the end of the shift at night. You had to throw them away. Um, maybe well, we won't use that as my identifier. Michelle, why don't you help out here? No, yeah, I say, you know, F Michelle Poulton-Simon, former, what, 
uh, stage manager or employee at AOL. Employee at AOL. Were oh. you the one that keeps sending us those CDs? Because just stop it. We do not need more CDs. What were you doing at AOL? I redesigned one of the websites for their company. AOL.com? Uh, it was called Cambio. It's a like celebrity news website. When, and so AOL still around is what we're saying. It does still exist. It owns the Huffington Post. Okay, well. <laughs> so And so this is episode 55. Did I say that already? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, you want to welcome me, our guest? I will welcome our guest. Brett Hendrickson is here from the Department of Religious Studies at Lafayette College. He is an assistant professor, and he's here today. Brett, welcome. Thanks a lot. I've been looking forward to being on this podcast for years. Well, yes, you have. That's true. That's a true statement. I mean, probably, I, probably since the teens, the episodes. Oh, yeah. This uh, is episode yeah. 55? Episode 55. I do remember talking to you on the corner once about episode 17 and 18. and Yeah, I mean, it's been an aspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're glad we could finally get you in here. I know that we worked with your agent for a while, and there was some confusion. Yeah, I mean... Travel schedules. Yeah, you know, I, I explain to that guy all the time what my priorities are, but, you know, it's hard to get it straightened out. There you go. Since you are a professor of religious studies, mm -hmm. and you're here at Lafayette College, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, we want to know where you were before you were here. Okay, well... Not like your house, I know. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we lived in Southern Illinois for four years before we came here, and I was uh, an adjunct professor... At a couple of different places. Um, Did anybody refer to it as soil? So ill? Southern so, Illinois? So no, Illinois. no, that never happened. You That's know? a good one, though. Soil. You know, actually, where we lived was what it was referred to as a little bit kind of like the Lehigh Valley, where a lot of people from around here know where that is. Mm, uh, yeah. But if you're not from around here, you've never heard of it. It oh, was yeah. the same sort of thing about where we lived in, in Metro East. Metro oh, East. Oh, Metro never East. heard of it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> never heard of it. There's a strong degree of religious, uh, I don't want to say variety, but strength and different ways to approach it within your very own family. Yes, that is for sure. Yes, especially in- You know a chaplain. Yeah. But you teach religious studies and she's the college chaplain. Right, yeah, right. That, you know, and that's a, we just dropped a bomb. That's right. So we basically have, uh, we have it covered on every side, the academic, the, the, By the, the way, practical. We're mm -hmm. speaking of Alex Hendrickson. Mm -hmm. Friend of the show, future guest. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. She'd love it. Yeah. She yeah, she probably help your ratings. She's a lot better than I am. You're not only a PhD, but you weren't you a, a yeah. We both we met at seminary minister also. Yeah, we we um we met at seminary in yeah. Southern Illinois. No, that that was in Texas. Yeah, in Austin, Texas. Yeah, it's a there's a Presbyterian seminary there. We um she moved in upstairs. I didn't have a television at the time, and she did. And my my move was, can I come watch TV? Oh, what did you watch? Uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, good, I mean, good choice. Yeah, back then good they choice. were they were running reruns in the evening, three back to back episodes, wow. so I could get like a good hour and a half in her apartment yeah. that way. Oh, yeah, that's it was nice. great. Yeah, that's you, nice. To to deviate from my strong geographical perception that you only do things right down the middle of the continent. Mm. Since aren't you from Arkansas? Yeah. So you got Southern Illinois, you got Arkansas, then you're all the way to Texas. Yeah. These are all the same time zone, right? Uh, yeah, and I was born in Iowa. Just to add to that, man, so. which we have confirmed is larger than Pennsylvania. Really? Yep. I bet it's more literate too. Iowa is like always the the most literate state. I don't. I don't actually want to lose Pennsylvania listeners by <laughs> oh, sorry, comparing folks. them to Iowa. So. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I was born in a Dutch enclave where pretty much, a at Dutch least in that enclave? time, yeah. I mean, everyone spoke English by that point, but every single person from the area is one hundred percent ethnically Dutch, as I as am I. Have you, have you been back to the homeland? No. No, what? I never have. I mean, I think, I think that we all left 
the, the end of the 1800s. Uh-huh. And, and my people that left, we didn't want to have anything to do with that kind of like freewheeling, red light district, smoking pot and stuff. Like we are sure. farming people. Okay. okay. And, uh, you know. A lot of tulips. Exa- yeah, tulips and corn and soybeans at this point. Enclave somehow seems like it's against your will. Like no. you were held there no, in the, an enclave. No, the, the, the geographical definition of an, en- of an enclave is that you're surrounded by something else entirely. Where are you coming up with geographical definitions the, of anything? You know, Carborough is an enclave of Chapel Hill. Yeah, right. That's right. Or like Lesotho is an enclave. I well, I don't know what we're talking of about. South Africa. <laughs> I thought it was Lesotho. Oh no! I mean, if you're really in the know, it's Lesotho. Nice. Oh. Don't don't <laughs> we're not, we, don't question our guest. What are we What are we doing? Well, we're just we're we're, we're dropping some geography now. I know, our listeners. How does everybody else know what's going on but me? Well, you apparently don't know. Michelle, you're the, Well, you're from Canada, right? I am. From and Canada. I was born in Iowa. These are literate societies. Where are you from, Ben? Um, I, I was <laughs> I was born in Maine. By definition, Maine is less literate than Iowa and or Canada. No Did you know that there. Maine, speaking of geography facts, is the only state that's one syllable? For real? For Wait, real. I think. Can we just take five minutes while Ben and I go through the states? This is good radio. <laughs> by the way. We're going to go through the states in our head, okay. and then we'll, 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 we'll be back. Illinois. We'll be back you in Illinois. Right back. Yeah. Um, well, okay, let's say this. We'll various one. So we could not have a spinoff of various one-syllable states. No, um, I mean, just it, one. it would be a short show. Also, Holy the God. only state that starts with an M. Cut. That, that's <laughs> Don't think about it. Don't think about it at all. Um, right. now, now you also were you in Arizona for a time? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and Alex, New Mexico and New Mexico. And New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if I actually add everything together of like the 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 southwesty kind of states, uh-huh. the most of my life has been there. Okay. So I, as a kid, I lived in Colorado. I lived in New Mexico for a few years. A lot of turquoise Texas. In, the, in New Mexico. Oh my gosh! Yeah, too much te- turquoise. A lot of turquoise. Yeah. What, what about a, what about a nice Quetzalcoatl? kind of design <laughs> or like one of those little coyotes who's like right like at the minute coco pelly what's, yeah, what's that one what's the mm-hmm. katsakotl it's the uh, feathered serpent yeah renan is totally right okay good Whew. yeah save me finally that. he is on on okay he must have just looked it up he's on fleek <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing right why did you say that i don't know because i someone i i learned that that's i just a, read that today the oxford thing it, but does that mean on point I don't know, Michelle. Sort of, it has more to do with Ron? eyebrows, as I understand. Oh. Eyebrows. Like on having fleek? really Yeah, if you have really slick eyebrows, they're on fleek. Really? When did this come up? Uh, it was at my pub trivia. My yeah. Wednesday night pub what? trivia. How come we're not getting any feedback from the uh, from the college students over there? Yeah. Because there's nothing more entertaining than adults trying to understand <gasps> young oh, kids. Oh, you speak. whippersnappers! Whoa, whoa. Wait, <laughs> get wait, off Michelle. my get off our collective lawns. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'd like to ask a question. Please do Michelle, do you, do you know what that means? Because I've never heard of that statement before. You've never heard that? No, on fleek. Ron is 45 years old. <laughs> well, he may need to trim his eyebrows. That's true. Yeah. Maybe. I like that we bring in Michelle as co-producer intern, and she instantly escalates to the coolest one. In the- <laughs> <laughs> I, n- n- nothing, nothing about Michelle, but it's a very low bar. <laughs> it's a very low bar. There you go. So I guess we'll figure out what that means. All right, so we're we're we've moved from the center of the continent. You were the, quite the centrist. Now you were southwest. Yeah, yeah. So you went down and to the left. Yeah, and then South America, where I also have had uh, some years. So where in South America were you? I lived in uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina, for a couple of years. No way. You're uh, all over the place in a pretty interesting way. 
Well, thank you very much. I have, uh, I, I'm really happy though that I think we're finally, hopefully, settling. Mm-hmm. So now, are you? Do you feel like you're chased out of places, or do you go there <laughs> voluntarily? <laughs> like this is not like you know, you stay there for a little bit, then you start to yeah, you know get you the know, trouble, and get, you got to go. That wandering spirit, you know. I just, uh, I'm a rambling man. There Where, you go. Did you speak Spanish your whole life, or did you pick this up no, in school? School, and then and, you know, then living there with that was. Were the, you in Argentina for um, scholarly reasons or as a as a minister? Uh, sort of both. The first year I was there, there were two separate years. The first year I was a young adult volunteer with the Presbyterian Church with a community uh, development outfit, like sort of similar to Habitat for Humanity. So so selfish. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And then the second year I was just a study abroad student uh, my whole year in college. I just went back. And where was that college? In in Argentina or here? Here. Where did you study abroad from? I studied abroad from Columbia University. Good school. Yeah, so it also has a kind of the South American Columbia. So really, right. is that what's named after? <laughs> yeah, it's oh. actually named after South America. Did not yeah. know that. Yeah, Did a lot of people that. don't know that. Now, have you now now? So you've never been back to the true motherland, the Netherlands? No, you know I have never been out of the Americas. No way. I am an American. Okay, so you've yeah. never been. You're about you, the only one who can north do that. south. Yeah, that's right. North, north, south, I've been, and it, you know what that means too is I've I've been on very very long plane rides, and I've oh, never sure. had jet lag. That's right. That's Only right. north, south. That's right. North, south. North, so south. you've never had to wonder how far east would you go before you decided to fly from east to west instead of west to east because prevailing winds will make the trip shorter if you went from west to east. Mm. We need a pilot on the show. Yeah. The right. other thing is that when you travel. The seasons completely change. Yeah, that's right. I I have had one less summer than most people. Wow, and and one more winter. So oh, that's terrible. You should have gone the like other way. Okay, <laughs> I'm not taking notes, but can we review this because I want to count the Iowa Enclave as also a connection to 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 the Netherlands. Yeah. So we got Netherlands, Iowa, Arkansas, Southern Illinois, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Texas, New York City, New York, New York City. That's where we didn't get to that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Columbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there anywhere else? We lived in Kentucky for a couple of years. Oh my god. And um, did you see that movie with Jennifer Lawrence? I think it was her first movie. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Was that? Yeah, Arkansas? Winter's Bone. Yeah, was that Arkansas or Kentucky? You know, they were pretty interchangeable. I thought when you said that, I thought you meant Jennifer Lopez, and I was going to say Out of Sight. <laughs> that's a very good movie. That's a very good movie. You know, it should be that. much more well known. So I, I'm a huge Soderbergh fan. And I think I think it's a very it's on Michelle. A lot. Put that on your list. Put it on your list, Michelle. Will do. Out of sight. George, George Clooney. George Clooney. How did you, how do you not like that? And Jennifer Lopez. I would watch that guy. He's he's so fine. He yeah. is. He is. I you know I saw a picture on Reddit today in. Uh, uh, it was a picture in Turkey of a guy on a subway that looked very much like George Clooney. Renan, did you hear about this? No. But it was in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you were aware of all media coming out of Turkey. Yeah, I guess yeah. not. Right. right. Back on point. Yes. On fleek. On fleek. On fleek. On fleek. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to yeah. we're gonna make that happen. No, Michelle's okay. just going to laugh at us. Are we right. going to single-handedly drive that use of language in popular media? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. If it happens, we have to necessarily think it happened. We are. Right. We are iTunes top-rated podcast, so that's quite likely. Tied for top-rated. Well, you don't have to say that yeah, part. It's still you, factually correct. You're on the show. How do you <laughs> to yeah, say? Yeah, just right, just right. leaving out some information. <laughs> <laughs> Back on point. I did want to ask about Corondorismo. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I think I'm the only one in the room that knows what it is, beside you, who's okay. the, uh, probably legitimately a world expert. 
Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. Like, no, that's not even BS. It's true. Uh, it sounds a little bit like BS, but yeah, it's well, true. I mean, can you tell us what it is? Yeah, sure. Um, Curanderismo, besides being um, the subject of my uh, first book, which I hope everyone will um, buy, Press. buy and read. 2014. Or at least buy. It's, uh, it's a health way, a folk health way that's common throughout Iber the Iberian Peninsula and, and Latin America. Uh, and uh, it's a combination, especially I, I look mostly at the Mexican and Mexican-American varieties. It's a combination of um, Iberian folk Catholicism from before modernity, really. So there. Um, and uh, Native American pharmaceutics, uh, but also understandings of the body and the cosmos. And um, there's been a long combination over the centuries, and uh, it's, it's still quite common in some areas. Give us an example of some type of remedy that yeah. we might use. Well, I think one of the most common remedies is called a limpia, which means like a cleansing. Okay. And so um, you can even see these in, in movies every once in a while. And, you know, you'll see somebody, the healer will be with you and she'll have an egg, a raw egg in the shell mm -hmm. and rub it all over your body from the crown of your head down to the toes. Okay. And the idea is that they're kind of sucking out negative energy or she might use instead of an egg, like a branch of herbs or an eagle's feather and kind of sweeping away all of the bad icky stuff. Right. Wow. Do you and, eat the egg afterwards? Uh, you know, you don't eat the egg. There's Ugh. different There's different policies with the egg. You can you can bury the egg. Some people do that to say that it keeps the energy from re-entering the, the, you know, the space around us. Have you us. seen this? Oh, yeah. And, uh, or the, some people, they crack the egg into a glass of water and the way that the the egg white and the yolk kind of separated. It's a diagnostic tool. They can say like, what's wrong with you? Ooh. So, so this is, you get like, not only have you seen it, but for your research, you have to go see this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That wow. sounds a lot more fun than most of other research that people do. <laughs> That's yeah. Fair. My, I think my research method is, is probably three fourths historical stuff, you know, archives and yeah. secondary reading. I, but other stuff, I do, I do a little field work too then, but um, I'm not quite ready to say I'm also an anthropologist. I feel like, I don't know, I'm not like a, What's the biggest way people misinterpret what this is? You know, I, I think with any folk remedy, the way they're mostly misinterpreted is that they're super superstitious, that they are something that people do because they're ignorant of other options. They do these things because they are, um, you know, some sort of benighted, you know, ignorant, backwoodsy, uncivilized savages. Yeah. Um, but what it really comes down to for most people today is that it's it's one choice among many in terms of seeking health, healing, well-being, restoration of wholeness. Do people when people find out that you work on this, even either colleagues or in the in the media, do they expect that you're that you're debunking? Do they misinterpret? What the kind of work is, or that you that you really truly believe that it is? It's more the the latter, and neither one are true. Um, you know, I'm not interested in debunking it really at all. That's not you know that would be another sort of project completely. That would be but sort I'm, of mean too. Yeah, you know, You're yeah. Okay, I'm going to study you. And You'd have I'm to assume that it was bunk. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, that would be more of like a theological pro uh, project than what what I do. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not even much of a dabbler. Like I'm not I'm not a new agey kind of person. It's not something I'm interested in really. So your uh, egg, other than, egg budget is low. And it's low, right. You just buy right. eggs to eat them. That's right. I just eat the eggs, take Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. That works. But isn't that true? Like, um, So I can ask the same about religious studies. I think it's often misunderstood what religious studies is. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think even even among faculty here at Lafayette. Oh, sorry. Um, but um, yeah. that They're all friends assume, of the show. Sorry, oh, folks. But yeah, they assume that we're actually, do, if not doing religion, 
that that what we're teaching basically uh, is theology that that students are coming and they're learning about like what it means to be a good Christian or to be a good Hindu or whatever. Hmm. And uh, that's interesting. I mean, I I, yeah. I see it. I, I I think right as just sort of a it's a field worth studying. It's a it's a social phenomenon that is yeah. worth looking at and worth understanding. Right, and, and I think one of the, re- the, the 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 way the field came about was it, it kind of grew up together with anthropology and uh, and psychology to a certain extent. And literary studies, textual studies, mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the, old, the whole idea basically was that in in every other discipline, religion was not getting the sort of long term attention that it needed. Right, sure. Given par- given how how important a part right. of many people's lives, it right? Is. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have a quiz for you on that topic. Okay, I, shoot. Well, it's based on my woefully ignorant misunderstanding of what religious studies are. Uh-huh. We just we just explained it. Yeah, come on, keep up. I just, I was kind of fading out. Okay. (laughs) So we actually, we often have quizzes. These are the real or not quizzes. Okay. So everybody can answer these. Great. I'm going to give you examples of something you have to say if they really happened or not. Okay, I'll try. And in this case, these are things that me and my friend Stephen Wagshaw did in Hebrew school when we were kids, uh, which was just Sunday school for us. We'd go on Sunday mornings. Stephen. Stephen Wagshaw, friend of the show. Future guest. Future guest. Good. We would be trying to escape religious studying. Uh-huh. By trying to sneak out of the religious ed- education. Theological yeah. studies. Theological studies. I told you this was a woefully ignorant misunderstanding. Mm. But they, you all were like learning Hebrew and stuff. Sort of. I mean, we tried to to sneak out mostly, so we weren't really learning anything. Uh-huh. This right. is like fourth grade, fifth grade kind of time. You were, you were coming close to your bar mitzvah. You had to start really pushing that. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I, that's what I assume. All right. Are these things that we really did to uh, escape Sunday school or not? All right. Let's go. All right, sneak into the balcony to play Beethoven on the organ. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, what, like the internal balcony? Uh, the balcony of the synagogue. I love how, how this is what the question that Renata is playing. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. I need to really picture this. Or was it, or was it a little like a balcony in a ballpark with a, like a ballpark organ? Nope. No. Balcony in the synagogue. Yeah. Sneaking out of class to go play Beethoven on the organ. This isn't, this isn't going to be one of those like we actually played Mozart. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I'm going to go with no. I'll go with no as well. Because you get caught so fast. That's true. And there's no way you could be playing Beethoven. Well, it's just like dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh, okay. So like, oh. Dun-dun-dun-dun. And that's like about that. the extent of it. I mean, who doesn't know that? See, I'm going to go with no for the reason that none of the temples I went to had organs in them. Or balconies. Oh, good. They had good balconies, just no show. organs. No organs, yeah. I am surprised because the answer is yes. What? Oh, wow. Did really? You do, did you do shul in like St. Patrick's Cathedral or what? <laughs> it was a small place. It had a balcony. There was an organ. It, it and or, was it like a, was it a Casio or was it like a pipe organ? It was a. It wasn't a. It wasn't. A, it was between those two. It was neither. <laughs> okay. Well, so like, what's a, like what's a, a kind of? Here's a question I have. What sort of what sort of things do you play on the organ in the synagogue? Um. Oh, I I don't know. Whatever the choir was singing. Okay. Like Hebrew songs. Like African-American spirituals? Like, what were they singing? No. M- Michelle, you got any examples for me? I know the dreidel song. We play it. It's just like a <laughs> lot of prayers. Dreidel, just dreidel a lot of prayers. Organ. Mm-hmm. Oh, prayers. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Like, there are, there are melodies that accompany most things. I see. Yeah. Then when you get to, uh, like, Hanukkah, they love singing the Hanukkah songs. Okay. Oh, all right. Man. Second one. You all failed at that. Yeah, we all okay. failed at <laughs> that. We'll try again. terrible. Sneaking to the parking lot on the side of the building and bouncing a rubber ball against the wall. I okay. vote Yes. I'm going to say, because it was not 1930, I'm going to say no. (laughs) 
I have a we, question. We, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> of course you do. How tall was the wall? Yeah. <laughs> what color was the rubber ball? So, are these the things you told the teacher, per se, of the, like, did you go say, oh, we're going to the balcony? No, we were sneaking out. Oh, you sneaked out to do these things. Yes. And okay. it was the rabbi. Um, this is possible, yes. <laughs> it is. That's definitely true. It is possible, yes. <laughs> I got one no, one yes. Uh, yes. Two yeses. Yes. Yes, this is a yes. Okay. Maybe, maybe it you was. an alfalfa out there playing with the rubber ball. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Maybe it was the 1930s. Yeah. All right. How about sneaking to the corner store where they had candy bars, buying one, getting pissed that it was stale and old, then complaining to the rabbi to help us get our money back. <laughs> I like uh, this one. This one is playing to stereotypes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it. It is true. Given your just your love of candy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with yes too because I just feel like we're on a roll here. I would just like this one to be true. That's a good point. Yeah, that was true. Okay, good, good. Yeah. How about uh, sneaking into another classroom, hiding in the closet, and playing the Mattel football game that we smuggled in, which was loud and made a lot of bleep bleep sounds. <laughs> and that, my my kids recently found this game. That Mattel football game did exist at the time you're talking about. Yeah. If your kids found the game recently, I'd have to say this one seems like it has sort of a. a yeah, I can't believe we're foreign and you're not just saying yes. To <laughs> yeah, it's right. it is yes. It is yes. Yes. Ugh. Yes. It's true. All right. How about sneaking to the balcony and playing smoke on the water on the organ? Definitely not. E A B E A B A. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, dun, uh, dun, did Michelle dun, and Renan, dun, did you know Smoke on dun, the Water before dun, Ben started singing dun, it? Yes, dun, yeah. I, dun, I learned okay. how to play it on guitar. Oh, there you Adonai go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Oh, good. All right, do you think we can stop this now? I think we can. I think we can. I think that was great. I couldn't come up with any fake ones. They were all real. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> that was a good quiz. It's bringing me back to my years in Hebrew school. I, I did have one. Um, we can just do a bonus one here. Sure. Tormenting the rabbi in innumerable and disappointingly immature ways that I can't even recall now. Yes, that's, that rabbi. that's true. That, that, I think that's a universal. How old was your rabbi? Do you remember? Uh, if we were 10, he was probably 40. Okay. So wow, a young rabbi. A young rabbi. He probably seemed old to you at the time, but... yeah. No, 40s four, super young. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. 40s really young. That's got to be the bottom. 40s <laughs> yeah. super young. I agree. 40 is pretty young. 40 yeah. is the new. 40 is the new, like, 18, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me back up. Go. I know that you want to do Friday, Sunday, because this is our Absolutely. the podcast, and I don't think we've had an episode without it. Okay. Um, so, okay, so let's get to it. So Friday or Sunday? Uh, Sunday. You are a Sunday person. Yeah. Interesting. I can, I, I've actually been thinking about this cause I knew the, the question was coming. Yes. Oh, so good. We have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a, a justification? Yeah. 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 I mean, or just not just, I guess it's justification. It feels like you're being like, you have to be defensive. Do you have some it. substantiation? Do you, <laughs> that's it's still explanation. Still, <laughs> explana uh, I don't know. Um, a description. Yeah, there you go. Brett, do you want to say more about it? Yeah, sure. That's that, it. That's, that's right. That the one? That's, that's the right a good one. one. That's <laughs> the one. Take. Keep that good. take. Thank you. Do tell. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like um, I like a lot of things about Sunday. It's, uh, as I guess as a religious person, it's got like a cultic significance, mm -hmm. to put it that way, uh, the weird way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> 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 um, but I also like getting ready. You know, I, I, 
I'm kind of a, a you know, I'm not ready. To, I, Friday is, I don't do well with a lot of time off. Mm, so interesting which is why you've been run out of many countries exactly (laughs) got it see i think we're getting back to the yeah the issue yeah okay so 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 it's (laughs) it's you're not looking forward to the weekend because there's some time yeah not necessarily yeah Yeah. i mean the weekend always seems to you know it's 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 bordering on too much interesting so okay okay well so so that might be an i mean i think the assumption with the friday sunday question is that the weekend is a time that people enjoy. It's either, do you enjoy being in it or do you enjoy, enjoy looking forward to it? Right. But if you don't really enjoy the weekend from any perspective, then it makes sense that you'd be like, I want to sort of get away I'm from ready it. ready to get back. I like yeah. the weekend well enough. I don't want to make my family feel like I don't want to be with them or anything <laughs> like that. I, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> well, this did, one time we brought this up and we were asking how um, Chaplain Hendrickson would answer the question yeah. if she worked on Sundays. Exactly, because that's oh, a yeah. whole different yeah that's another thing too and yeah. for, for for years i worked on sundays too when i was serving churches and uh yeah, i still liked it better i mean it was in it was a nice day um it's exciting i um, might i might i if i was doing a study i might keep you out of the sample because right. working on sundays is not the, not quite the same right yeah but then that but assumes that the purpose of your question is working non-working well, I don't know. Oh, that's true. That 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 is a that is a part. That of just that. became one of the answers that people gave when they were yeah right substantiating. So yeah, I could say or justifying the reason I like Sunday is not just because of working or not working, but I have like a particular cultural event that I like to NFL. Take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> NFL Sunday package. Sure. Red zones. That's a thing. There's a lot of NFL teams in that middle part of the country. So they say. So yeah. Well, so you mm-hmm. you find yourself in the one third minority of people who prefer Sunday over Friday, and there's nothing wrong with that. Did you, <laughs> did you know saying. that it's a natural law: two to one prefer Friday over Sunday. The platinum ratio, some people call it. Huh. No, I did not <laughs> know that. I did not know that. Well, I'm glad to uh, represent. Now, what do you think about black licorice? Um, I like black licorice. Ha-ha. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Is this a Weird. correlation? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, big time. I got I got numbers. We have on data it. on this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Here we go. We our first published paper on the Friday Sunday wow. thing. Wow, talks about that's pretty great. Talks about that kind of stuff. Yeah, Brett, you actually came with a few questions, and I wanted to get into them. I didn't want us to miss it. Oh, did uh, you like my question? I actually like the way you phrased it too. Okay, I don't know if you can remember your phrasing. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it's a case of never-ending interest to me how often people drive their cars into buildings in the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> <laughs> It is. I mean, I've been collecting news stories since we got here. You know, I, I wrote I wrote a letter to the editor of the paper the year we got here, to the Express Times here in, in Easton. They, they are a great newspaper. And uh, it got published. And uh, It was about this? Yeah, exactly. I, I said, This is you know, where you took a stand? Yeah, I said, you know, I, I, I like the Lehigh Valley for a lot of things, but I got to tell you, as someone who's not from here, it freaks me out how often you people drive your cars into buildings. Uh, you people? I am from Canada. I have not, I have not yet, touch wood, have not yet driven my car into and a building. The funniest thing how that often happened... Does, how often is it? It's it's at least weekly. <laughs> at least wow. weekly. Yeah, and, and it free, actually, what and the best one that's happened so far is that... You're a, keeping tabs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a, a fire truck drove into the firehouse... And like it started on fire, but since the fire truck had just driven into the firehouse, they weren't able to do anything about it. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, that's crack reporting. And it, well, and it's not only it's not only old people <laughs> who are just like pulling into their garage and then instead of putting it in reverse, they stick it in drive, and then suddenly they're in the living room. Sure, it's it's like all kinds of people at all times, and they're not all drunk. You know, it's just people like <laughs> not uh, all of them. <laughs> all right, well, the other thing I got to tell you, the other funny thing that happened, I, I wrote this letter to the editor, and um, then a state senator, our local state senator, Lisa Boscola, wrote me uh, a form letter, but wrote me nevertheless <laughs> and said, I, I saw your letter in the local paper, and I would just want to know you, I, that you know that I'm, I'm aware and interested in your concerns, and if you ever need any help with this issue, just let me know. Did you let her know? No, I haven't yet. You but, should let her know. You know, I'm kind of waiting until someone drives into my house, but then I'm going to call her. <laughs> and that's likely based on where you live. I know, we live pretty close to the road now, so Senator Boscola, you know. She's listening, which I'm she probably is. She probably is. But based on what you said, I'm imagining that you have a room in your house that has all those tacks and yarn, like tying together different pieces like like yeah. uh who's behind oh, all yeah. this yeah you know, like you're figuring out it's that's a, a good idea yeah i wish it were it's more electronic than that unfortunately but that's a great idea no i yeah. think i think probably sticking to what you have <laughs> is less crazy than what ben is suggesting yeah. <laughs> there you go and on that note um we're going to thank our guest brett hendrickson for coming here and for talking to us and indulging in our ridiculousness i'm simon tonov this is ben cohen out in the studio, Michelle Poulton Simon, Renan Sequitur Dinser. This was episode 55 of Various Breads and Butters. You can follow us on Twitter at some later date, or you can send us email at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you're in The Hague and you're listening, or Germany, or anywhere else, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. <laughs> send us an email. And if you're Ben's sister, Eagle 41 is the code. <laughs> send it to us. That's how we'll know you're listening. All right. Headphones off? Headphones off? Headphones off. That's the way that it is. Though there was a time when she and I were friends. The other day I got uh, recognized as a, as a uh, podcast individual. No way. In public. By whom? How so? Um, so Amy, Amy Gordon from uh, ITS. Yes. Oh, yes. She is an ITS. She's a friend yes. of the show, future guest. Sure, why not? Hi, uh, Amy. Hey, hey, Amy. Thanks uh, for the Mac. Amy, <laughs> if you're listening, email eagle41 <laughs> to various breads and butters at Amy, my, my find feature still isn't working. Yeah. Is this the best way to get in touch? Call in. Phone lines are open. <laughs> no. Who, who's, who's still out there? Brightest ones of all early